Broadcasting live in front of the famous New York City downtown skyline, it is the Brooklyn Baritone Podcast. For me, it's good morning. For you, it could be good morning as well, or good afternoon or good evening. Thank you for tuning in and watching and, and listening to this Brooklyn Baritone podcast. I'm coming to you from outside, outdoors. I got a lot of good um, feedback from you people out there who are listening and care to look at me. And, you know, I always did want to go outside and do more. Anyways, with the fresh air, I will try to come with some fresh words for you. I know the season of Super Bowl is upon us. and I know a lot of people are geared up and they're ready for their team or maybe their favorite team didn't make it to this year's grand finale. But nonetheless, so many people are affected by it. And of course, I'm going to use that as a segue into what I'm talking about today. Are you your brother's keeper? Are you your brother's keeper? Are you going to be like uh, Kane? And as am I my brother's keeper? Because, you know, uh, that's about his business. And I'm, I'm about mine. Or are you really going to be about making sure your brother, your fellow man, woman, and child are included in that? Are they taken care of? Um, I like starting off with some stats here. And I, I went down this rabbit hole from one question. Uh, and I went online, of course, to some research and digging. But, you know, I, I found the numbers to be really crazy and and the thing about that is is that um i'm focusing on things that we spend money and time on and there's so much other things that require our help okay for the year 2020 this year's super bowl i believe i'm correct from the research that i've done is going to be held at the hard rock arena hard rock stadium and that holds a bit over 65,000 seats, okay? And I want to see how much does a Super Bowl ticket cost? At the low end, it's about three bands, three Gs, $3,000 for a Super Bowl ticket. That is crazy. I really honestly didn't know it was that much because honestly, I haven't really looked at sports like that. I'll admire it if I happen to be passing by a television or if I'm there in a certain area and I would see, you know, a good play or I may recognize someone or whatever. Cool. You know, because um, I had my advice. I still kind of do with certain uh, parts of entertainment, um, but I never realized it was that much money. For a Super Bowl ticket. I'm pretty sure it wasn't that much all the time, but that's a lot of money. So anyways, back to the stats. At the low end of $3,000 a ticket for the Super Bowl, that would make just the earnings off of admission at the Hard Rock Stadium alone over $195 million for this one single event. That's a lot of money. And that is a lot of um, support because this money isn't generated from anywhere or this anywhere falls off the tree. The NFL doesn't print their own money, even though people may think so. No, they get this money from people who watch the sport, people who look at athletes, people who want to be part of the action, that want that sense of belonging. And they, see, they, they have 
that sense of fulfillment through other people, through athletes who, you know, who are physically talented, have great hand-eye coordination. They're athletes, athletic, you know. So a lot of people, they feel a bit more fulfillment. But the thing about it, I'm always talking about you need to have your definite purpose and work at it. It's cool to admire other people. Don't get me wrong at all. It's fantastic to watch other people do what they do because it does inspire you. But you can't just make that your all of what you do. All right. Another number I'm looking at here. Uh, got this from offline from the streets dot com. Seventeen billion dollars will be generated by the Super Bowl. And that's with, you know, of course, ticket sales, uh, TV packages, you're going to have people who are going to buy merchandise and all those things and concession stands and anything else. And, you know, that's also related to the advertising, because other than the actual game and the halftime show, the Super Bowl is basically world renowned for the most outrageous commercials because people pay top dollar because they know so much people put their time and their attention and energy into the Super Bowl. So why not have that main stage to showcase your product? And of course, they're going to be charging top dollar for that. So segueing into advertising. About $240 billion, $40 billion is estimated to have been spent in 2019 in the U.S., $240 billion. That's a lot of money. Uh, and that's a lot of money and time that's dedicated to capture your attention. That's what advertising is. That's what marketing is. We're going to have to catch someone. Basically what entertainment does too. We're going to have to focus on certain people. We're going to have to make certain colors appealing and appeasing. We're going to have to put certain faces there. We're going to have certain sounds, certain music. All these things go into advertising and marketing. Advertising and marketing is trying to attract and hold and capture your psyche, your mind. Keep your mind focused on what they want to sell you because there's money to be made. So these guys are willing to spend. This is, you know, not just one company, but all together estimated 240 billion dollars that is a it's a lot of money that's a lot of nickels put together so if they want to spend that much that means that they know altogether that they are standing a good chance to make a whole lot more and chances are they are because we're buying a lot of stuff we buy a lot of things based on the branding um yes we do like good quality you know we still have that word of mouth it's like if something is made really good we're going to utilize it. And if we need it, a lot of things that we do buy that we don't need. And a lot of things that we buy based on the fact that, oh, it looks good. Advertising is good. And I guess it's uh, popular enough. That doesn't mean it's good. Anyways, based on just the $240 million that's focused on capturing our minds and attentions. And the $17 billion that's generated from the Super Bowl alone. This is a single event, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we have uh, football seasons. You know, all these things are factored in to gear up to that one big bang. But that's from the Super Bowl. That's basically still tied to that one single event. I'm going into something I've talked about before, too. More fun statistics. Now, with that money and attention spent... 
We know that we can do it. We can generate the money needed for a cause that we believe in or have faith in or something that we are just simply interested in doing. Yet and still, there are so many people that do need our help. And help comes in so many ways, shapes, and forms. I'm going gonna to focus, zoom in again on homelessness. There's a presidential request from 2017. So from 2017 here into 2020, presidential requesting about $17 billion to go towards homelessness. That is a whole lot of money, but that's stretched out over a three-year period. Now we could figure, you know, we hear a lot of people that say that, yeah, well, if you're homeless, it's your fault or there are things that, you know, you just got to do and work hard. That's true. That's true in some cases because some people do squander their chances. They don't make the most of themselves or their lives. But then there's a lot of people, I believe probably as equal or even more people that are caught up in the gears of um, this whole socioeconomic structure where you could have an education, college level education, a bachelor's degree, master's degree and not make enough to make ends meet. It happens every day. We know what happens. We hear about it. We may want to detach ourselves from these kind of statistics or these things that happen because, you know, we're good or we don't want to be burdened by the well-being of someone else. And that's the problem. It's being burdened. We don't want to feel like we have to be responsible for other people. We do and we don't. We do have to be responsible because we are supposed to be our brother's keeper. We are charged with making sure every man, woman, and child has a proper leg up. Every man, woman, woman, and child have proper environments. Who makes environments? People make environments. People make cultures. This is what impacts people. This is what make people think and feel a certain way and react a certain way. And we are all responsible for that. Because when we go, when I go back to homelessness, it's not just about there's a lazy bum that doesn't want to just work. No. There are many factors that go into that. You could say being financially responsible, yes, a lot of people do need that, but um, that also would segue into education. Some people just automatically have that in them to be financially responsible. Some people don't. I feel that that should be taught, not just um, what they call common core math and all these things now in, in a lot of school programs or you know the regular basic stuff in history which is basically a, a shell of history what we really really learn but life skills going back to some old stats again i'm referring to this where it's measured that only one out of four students are actually prepared for life beyond high school that's only 25% of the population that graduates high school on a national level is prepared to handle life. What does that say about where our focus is? Are we our brother's keeper? We can't just throw money at the situation because we can easily just say oh, that's the government's job. What is the government supposed to do? The government is supposed to be an assembled body or bodies that is supposed to represent the needs and the request of the people to have a proper, strong life. 
the government is just treated as basically this this thing that we put together. Okay, you need money, take our taxes, build a building, and do what you do. And if things go wrong, we're just going to blame you. No, it represents you. You're supposed to actually put a lot more emphasis in what your local and federal level governments are doing. It's where all this funny is coming from. So when things go bad, people say we need to privatize, get rid of the government. You think that's going to be any better? That's going to be a lot worse, a whole lot worse. You could probably join the two, but you're going to have to have proper management of these things, of these resources. We are supposed to be good stewards of the money and good stewards of everyone around us. I always use the term dominion, not domination. Dominion is when you're making sure that everything and everyone you survey is good. You make sure that everything is good and you do your best to try to make that situation or that person better than they currently are. Whereas we are weaned and we're groomed for domination. Hence, when you see sports and competitive natures, yeah, it's good to be competitive because it does draw you to be a better person depending on what it is that you're doing. You see one person could do something great, it will inspire other people to get to that level or do better or come at a different way of thinking and doing things, right? But you can't let it get to that point where it's going to become toxic. You are your brother's keeper. We are supposed to be stewards of all this money and resources that we have. If things aren't going right, then we should step in collectively. There are many people who are passionate about, you know, homelessness and education and making sure that everyone is good. And there's a lot of people who don't. A lot of people are just caught up in the socioeconomic crunch, waking up every day on the grind nine to five in rush hour traffic, whether it be in their vehicle or public transportation, those who can afford such things too, who have to go to work. And we look for ways out from the stress of having to be obligated to work to get money. And most of us aren't making a lot of money to really honestly be comfortable in doing ventures that they want to do or or attaining the different other things that they would like. Probably better house. They probably like to travel more. They probably like to go out to school. It's a struggle for a lot of people out here. And they get caught up in that. So you look for, of course, an escape. What's the escape? Just like ancient Rome did to distract the people, we are going to have the Colosseum and games. We're going to sacrifice people. We're going to have animals and wild beasts from all corners of the globe. We're going to have gladiators duel to the death. We're going to have chariot races. We are going to entertain the people to keep them distracted mind you people still homeless people need to be educated better since they're when they're children that's where you strike when the iron is hot when children are still young and very impressionable you wean them to have proper standards and habits you can say this all up to the parents but the parents who actually do want to try hard probably have to spend most of the days going to work and the children going to school where they may not be learning those kind of things and attributes of life. And now you also have to always combat an entertainment industry that probably is, is committing billions, if not trillions of dollars every year, every probably any given week. Parents be making $40,000 a year, $80,000 a year. 
ask for the whole year before taxes, but then we have to combat all the TV stations, all the radio stations, all the all the the sports teams, all the things on social media. That's not a fair fight. We can easily say it's up to the parents, it's up to the government, but look at the money and the resource we're, we're up against. Again, look at this monster. Okay, billions of dollars and people who are committed to being entertained, but we have to be committed to being our brother's keeper. We should be looking to be spending that much money and making sure that a lot of homeless people are being treated for the mental health issues because a lot of them on the street are, are mentally unstable. A lot of them on the street maybe just need just, a, just that little hand up. You know, this, this world is cream. It's like Wu-Tang said, cash rules everything around me. And unfortunately, it does. And cash is king, where, where it should just be used as a tool, a tool to help better everything, the way we live, the products that we use, the way that we think, the way that we talk. But we're all over the place, unfortunately. Our brains are scrambled. And when our brains are scrambled, it's very hard for us to really focus on what really, really matters. It's cool that athletes are doing what they do, but really ask yourself, is it really fair that these guys are getting millions of dollars to not even work the whole year around? Meanwhile, we're slaving and grinding away, looking at them enjoy their life. How about we enjoy yours? How about helping more people try to enjoy their life? There's so much people whose dreams have been crushed and it's not late for them. They still have breath in their body. If you can help, help. I just use these numbers as a sobering example of when we want to unite for something, we do it. Unfortunately, it's usually for entertainment purposes. Unfortunately, it's not for making sure our children learn what they're supposed to learn. Make sure that people who are homeless have somewhere to get a leg up or get the help that they need. Or even educating people of eating properly and living properly so we don't have a need that much for hospitals and these outrageous insurance prices that we pay here in this country. You are your brother's keeper. You're my keeper, I'm your keeper. We always could do more to help each other. We always could do more to help ourselves. It's one step at a time. You could enjoy your stuff, but make sure that other people are in a state where they could enjoy it along with you. Life would be so much more sweeter when people could really enjoy life. Anyways, that is all I have for today. Thank you for listening. You could always catch my podcast and other media content on www.brooklynbaritone.com. I am also on YouTube. Check out Brooklyn Baritone on my YouTube channel. I am also on Facebook and Instagram. You can also check me out on the Google Play Store and the iTunes Play Store. All right, everyone, you lovely people. I'm going to enjoy the rest of this crisp day. Walk good, be blessed, love you all. Take care.